Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 and welcome to across the county i'm noah thanks for joining me well back on the show it's a pleasure to welcome jessica brody she is a novelist and award-winning christian journalist and she's got thousands of articles under her belt she's also helps a lot of upcoming writers with their editing and does some coaching there if you want to find out more about that go to jessicabrody.com as well as you'll figure out she's a lion walker you want proof? There's a picture right there on the website. And also so privileged that she writes so many great articles here for Salem Media Group. And we're able to highlight some of those at the station and then also as well on the show across the county. Well, today we're going to be talking about one of those amazing articles. Jessica, thanks for coming back on the show. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Well, I know that I have a love for dogs. And so when I found out that you wrote an article called Six Lessons My Dog Has Taught Me About God. I didn't know whether this was a serious piece or maybe it was a little tongue-in-cheek, but you've always been a cat person, I hear. So how did this even come about? Well, you know, it's funny because my my husband has always had dogs, specifically German Shepherds, and I've always had cats. And we got married and we decided we were going to adopt a puppy, a German Shepherd puppy. This was, I had slowly accumulated three cats over the years, and I thought that was just a, a nice balance for our, our for our household was to have a dog too. And I knew, I sensed deep down, I needed to learn some lessons about being a dog mom, but I had no idea what I was getting into. It's a whole different realm than cats. It is. They're amazing. Yeah, I love dogs. I learned actually so much uh, humbly from my dog. And so when I saw this article, it was absolutely spectacular that we could actually make an awesome radio podcast interview out of this. So let's just get right into it and give us some of these answers and with the points in the article about how you were blessed to learn these things through your dog and then relate it spiritually as well. Uh, there's so many great points. We're going to get into each of them and just let you go through them. But apparently we all need an alpha. What does this mean, Jessica? <laughs> yes, we do. You know, and that is the thing. I mean, cats, this is not evident in our relationship with cats, I think. But when nobody is in charge of my dog, I have noticed that things go haywire. You know, he likes to know who's boss. He feels anxious. He starts misbehaving when he doesn't know that there's somebody in control, there's somebody in command. And so he he just, he likes to have a plan. He likes to know the hierarchy. And it got me thinking about that, you know, how much better he behaved when I started taking control of things and managing things better. And it's, it's like how we are as humans. You know, we can be, I am very guilty of this, but we can be so independent and self-reliant and we think we have to do it all ourselves and that everything just rests on our shoulders and sometimes we we don't ask for help from others but sometimes we just plow through and don't even ask for help from god and we have to realize that that's not really the natural god-planned way um 
you know, when we decide to lead ourselves independent of God, who's our, our real master, we get out of alignment with God. And when God's our alpha, when we're inviting him to be our boss, and things just go better. So know, it all comes all- down to letting God be the leader that he's supposed to be. Yes. I love that. And a lot of times, like you said, we're just so busy with leading our own lives. We kind of forget that. It's not that we don't know that. We forget that. Yes, absolutely. We really do. You know, and we we are smart and we are designed in God's image. So there's so much that, you know, we have potential for great leadership. But on our own, we will always fall short. But when we are able to acknowledge God's lead and let him be in control and be the director of our lives and surrender to him, things go better. Everybody's happier. We can live into the purpose that he has for our lives just so much better. Amen to that. Well, the second point is walking with a purpose and taking direction. Now, does this mean that we're supposed to be open to taking direction from God? And does it also relate to other people in our lives as well? We shouldn't really be, hey, the narrow focus, laser focus, this is what we need to do, this is our plan, and nobody's going to stop me. Sometimes that doesn't work out so well. Exactly. You're right. Well, you know, this came, this really seized me when I used to walk our dog in the very beginning, and I thought it was adorable. You know, I had, you know, I, I, I have teenagers, and they were once little kids, and it used to be so cute when they decided to you know, act all grown up and just be leaders, and I'd be like, oh, look, they're, they're doing this. But with my dog, when he started walking me, and I was like, oh, that's so cute. He's trying to be in charge. And my husband said, no, that's not a good thing because he's telling you he's in control. And so that goes back to the alpha. And so deep down, I know Captain is my dog and Captain would love to just run free. And I know he, you know, I know he'd love to just run around and do whatever and have all this freedom. But at his heart, you know, in his core, I know he really appreciates that we have a purpose when we're walking together. You know, he wants to be, he needs to be led when we get to a corner and he wants to just go do what he wants, but I want to make a right turn. I need to steer him that way. And so it got me thinking about that, how it is sometimes with the Lord, we might be walking well with God and And then something will happen and we might want to walk in one direction, but God is shutting doors and and steering us so hard another way. And sometimes we're stubborn and, and, or we just hold so tightly to the dream that we have for our lives. Instead, if we can just open our minds a little bit and realize God might be saying, go this way, Jessica, you know, take this right turn, try this job open your heart to this person, talk with this stranger. And that is where I've started to really recognize it as a Holy Spirit nudge and and try to do my best to respond and do what God is asking. So even if I'd love to be walking in the other direction, I need to stop and just figure out what is God's direction and just be obedient to that. You know, and it's funny, uh, in relation to that, sometimes my dog, my little Chihuahua Pete, will kind of get out ahead of me. He just gets very anxious with wherever we're going. But he never loses sight of me. And so what he'll do is he'll go just a little bit ahead and then he stops. But then he'll turn around and he'll make eye contact and make sure that I'm right there. 
it's almost like that as Christians. Sometimes we maybe get a little bit too far out ahead of ourselves, and then we have to look back spiritually and realize, okay, are we aligning with God? Are we in what He would want for our lives? I kind of I've made that connection now and again. Yes, yes, definitely. Let's get on to the next one here. Leash, I, I kind of laughed and chuckled at this one. Leashes as good as conflict management. How can you learn conflict management from your dog is what's going through my head. But it's about closing mm-hmm. doors that we no longer need in our lives. And God does that to us. You just mentioned that so often. Yes, yes. It's so true. When you start to really look for it, you realize, okay, you know, this is a closed door. This is an open door. But, you know, we don't always see it that way. But for me, taking Captain out on a walk with a leash or taking him out back to go to the bathroom on a leash, it makes all the difference. You know, sometimes he has met other dogs that are so intimidated by him. You know, he's a hundred pound German shepherd and he, he looks intimidating. People will, if I'm taking him out somewhere, people will sometimes cross the street and then they realize, you know, he's just a big teddy bear and he thinks he's a cat and he likes to sit on the couch kind of thing. But, but they don't know that. And, and then he might see a dog that he wants to be friends with or, there's a dog that there might be an issue with, a dog that's maybe getting a little too close and he feels like he might be threatening his mom. So having that that good tight leash on him means that I can keep a hand on him. And so when things don't go well, you know, if there's another dog who's afraid and is about to, to knock her owner down, I can pull him away and I can manage that. I can do better for him and for everyone around And it just reminded me so much of how it is with God about how when I'm walking through life and maybe there is a particular place I'm serving or a particular group of people I'm becoming involved with and maybe I'm getting in over my head. Maybe it's causing me to veer astray in the ministry purpose he has for me. You know, maybe there's someone in my life who who is toxic or harmful to my walk. You know, maybe there's something about that relationship or that circumstance that God just doesn't want me involved in. And so understanding that he's actively doing that in our lives and that there is that leash, there is that that draw, you know, we have free will, but God also has a plan for us. So there and he is always likes to keep us close. Thing. Yes, absolutely. So it's helpful. That's very helpful. And just on that, my dog, Pete, a little chihuahua, he thinks he's a hundred pounds. I mean, he's really not. He's just, he, he's a couple of pounds, but you would, he swears he's a German shepherd. I love it. Noah here and across the county, we're with Jessica Brody. Go to jessicabrody.com. You can find out so much there about her Shining the Light blog and podcast. She posts there on a regular basis. And she's also a editing and coaching enthusiast, meaning if you are a writer, she would love to be able to help you. And there's a link there on the website as well, jessicabrody.com. Also a novelist, award-winning Christian journalist. And we're talking about six lessons my dog has taught me about God. And we're just breaking it down point by point. Well, let's get to the next one here, Jessica. Providing for basic needs. Now, dogs know what to expect, especially from me when it comes to Pete, from their humans. And almost sometimes it's on a schedule. But (laughs) we also have needs as Christians when we're talking about our families and also especially to God. And they might not necessarily be as scheduled, 
but we know what we can, uh, what we expect from God and what God can and can't deliver to us. Absolutely. I mean, as smart, dogs are brilliant. And as smart as Captain is, you know, when he needs something, he doesn't have thumbs. You know, he doesn't, he can't stand on two feet and, and go to the top of the refrigerator and get the things that he needs. So, you know, twice a day, I'm the one, my husband and I, we put food in his dish and we keep his water bowl filled and, you know, we take him and get him medical care and clip his nails and all of those things. And so we take care of the basic needs. And likewise, God does the same thing for us. You know, sometimes I take it for granted, but he always provides. Even when things are lean and we're, a hard, we're in a harder season, God makes a way. And so we have to recognize that. You know, when the Israelites were in the wilderness, God provided manna and he provided quail and water. And the same thing in our lives today. You know, we think in our we work, we provide for ourselves, but we're managers of God's money. God's the one who's really taking care of everything and just bringing it and providing it. So if we can have a heart of gratitude about that and just realize that, you know, we're not just out there in the world alone doing for ourselves and the Lord is really taking care of us. Keeping a heart of gratitude is important. I'm glad you mentioned that. And as long as we kind of keep focused on that and to be thankful and even for the small things, I think we stay humble. And then at the same point, we're always turning back to God, realizing that whatever he gives up, us, excuse me, we can pass down to others as well. It's that building the kingdom mentality. Let's get to the next one, which actually ties right into providing for basic needs, which is asking for help, Jessica, because let's face it, dogs ask for a lot. I don't care what dog, what breed, they're, they're a lot. They need a lot. They ask for a lot. My Chihuahua Pete certainly does. And to those that aren't the best for him, those decisions, you have to tell him no. I tell him no. He doesn't like it. It's just the way it is. But he still asks. In turn, yeah. God wants us to ask him for help, even if we know that we might not get a yes as an answer. He wants us to come to him time and time again with our deepest needs and our deepest wants. Yes, absolutely. I mean, just like Captain is, he's coming to me when he's hungry or if he has to go outside. That's the thing. You know, that's the lesson. When he needs something, he's not shy about it. He will come and say, hey, I don't want to have an accident or, hey, my belly is rumbling. Help me. And so that's what the lesson we need to learn is, is, we don't just need to talk to God in a formal way or, you know, have the perfect prayer posture or only be thanking God for the blessings and for protection. But in real life, when we have a specific need, we can go to God too and ask and God will hear us. And he doesn't always say yes. Sometimes he says no. Sometimes he says wait, but he hears us and he always is listening and he's always providing for us in the way that he knows best. So, and, and a key there, Jessica, too, is sometimes you know, as Christians, we ask, we pray, and we expect that immediate answer. Sometimes the answer is actually, hold please, which means he hasn't made up his mind yet, and you're eventually going to find out. Exactly. I mean, God's not a drive through window of a fast food restaurant. You know, it is, it. You're, you're going and, and you're talking to the Lord, and but he has a bigger plan. So sometimes those no's, later we realize, okay, now I see that. Now I see why you said no. And so, you know, there's always a reason behind that no or that wait. 
That, there is. Uh, there, there, there's always a reason. And even if it is a yes and you have to wait, there's a reason why you've, you've had to wait on that answer. You know, God doesn't just uh, do things just circumstantially. Well, let's get to the last one here, Jessica, which uh, uh, looking at it, I thought I was supposed to get my, my eight hours, but apparently a good night's <laughs> sleep has a deeper meaning. And this one is going to be something that I think rounds out the conversation very nicely. It's more about the expression and when I was reading the article, I could just envision Pete in my head of how cuddly and cute our dogs look and peaceful and content when they're sleeping. And we can actually relate that to our spiritual walk when we're doing things the right way. Yes, yes. And I just love, I love to look at Captain when he sleeps. You know, some dogs are so uh, picture perfect. They sleep in this perfect little ball, you know, this perfect little circle on their little pillow captain sleeps upside down with his tongue hanging out of his mouth and his arms and his legs all you know going in different directions he's on his back and he's he's completely vulnerable it's hilarious but if you look at him he's in surrender he's fully at peace and he just you know you sense that he's safe and secure and that's how it is when I'm walking well with the Lord. That's how it is when I'm in alignment. You know, there's a peace and a contentment. You know, Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And that's in Matthew eleven twenty-eight. And it's, it's the same thing for us. You know, we might have chaos going us, crimes going on around us, but that, that peace and contentment is in the Lord. You know, we all have one thing in common when we are believers in Christ, and that is we know where our future lies. We know where we have a home for eternity in God's kingdom. And so we sleep, we can surrender, we can be like my dog and, and be vulnerable and, and enjoy that, that perfect contentment. You know, and it doesn't mean life is easy and it doesn't mean we don't struggle, but this, this peace and this inner rest, it is, you just, you can't beat it. it. It is such a beautiful feeling to know that that he's got it covered. When we're vulnerable with God, we are at our best moments because he will fill us with so much inner peace and be able to guide us along the way instead of having our guard up. And then we don't hear him. And then our lives aren't walking with him in the way that it needs to be. Jessica, this has been an amazing article. I've really enjoyed reading it. I, I often, now when I look at Pete, I kind of see things I didn't see before. So thank you for writing it. And if people want to read Six Lessons My Dog Has Taught Me About God, what's the best place that they can actually get this article? Oh, they can go, oh, goodness, you know, <laughs> you can just go to BibleStudyTools.com and it's six lessons my dog has taught me about God. And it's, I've done one on cats too, but I, I tell you, the, the ones on my dog has been just, it's been so eye-opening for me as a Christian just to really think about the correlation. So. Well, that is awesome. Hopefully people can check that out. We'll have you back on shortly because I need to get an update on the Dahlia series, which I know you're hard yes. at finishing the final editing and getting a publisher. So that's exciting stuff. So we'll definitely keep you into the show and looped in so that people can find out what you're doing. Definitely. Yeah, it's it's coming soon. I'm, I'm in the final stretch and it's, it's so much fun. Well, I'm really excited. And I can't wait to get my hands on it as well.
Check her out, Jessica Brody, jessicabrody.com. It's the Shining the Light blog and podcast there. Find out about her editing and coaching services, all of her works that she does for Salem Media, and more about getting an update on those amazing Christian nonfiction works that she's going to be coming out with. But I'll keep you posted here on Across the County. JessicaBrody.com. summer with AC Pro and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get a $15 O'Reilly Auto Parts gift card after mail-in rebate with the purchase of select AC Pro ready-to-use refrigerant products that include a hose and gauge. Beat the heat before you hit the road with AC Pro at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.